Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're here, Craig, you piece of shit. My goodness. That uh, that, is, that needs to be cut. <laughs> that's good. That's this is how we're starting it. That is that is a rough opening. All right. Um give me a better opening. Cold open me. Hello, dear listener, oh, and welcome oh, to God. another scintillating, exciting, oh, and moist episode of Co-op Button. God. <laughs> now I'm now now that's getting cut. Welcome to the Co-op Button Podcast, a podcast where my friend and I play video games for a while and then we talk about them. Uh, usually we do a 15-minute timer. We're not going to do it this time. Uh, I am Kania, and as always, I'm joined by the goddamn milkman. <laughs> so into it. Uh, <laughs> so this time, we, we've been playing Dragon Mark Death, but we took a little break because uh, as of to yesterday... Um, 30XX came out, the early access sequel to 20XX, a game we played a lot of, um, and oh, we thought it'd be fun whoa. to... Uh... No, no, no. So, when we started playing games together, this was, like, your go-to. Like, this was one of yeah. your, I, I call them identity games, like, games that you're just obsessed with in a way that most people aren't. Like, this was yours, and you got me hooked on it for a while. Like, <laughs> This is a game core to our relationship. Like that's is, true. Yeah. Like when the sequel came out, it was no question that we were going to try it out and get it. I'm I'm very glad you say that because I feel a little. I always feel a little weird pushing you to buy a game, but then you just bought the thing, and I'm like, oh, sweet. Well, great. I'm Fifteen you. bucks. I'm not gonna. I know. <laughs> it's not too bad. <laughs> Yeah, no, this was... I love 20XX. I bought it twice. I bought it on the Switch. I bought it on PC. Um, It's one of my favorite games. If you haven't played it or seen it, it's basically what if Mega Man X was a roguelite, um, for for better or for worse. Um, You know, it it ditches pre-generated, pre-made levels for sort of sewn-together Frankensteins of chunks, (laughs) kind of stuck together, glued together. and yeah, it's got roguelike kind of mechanics where you've got permadeath, you've got items that give you upgrades um, that can be very strange sometimes. And uh, yeah, increasing difficulty. So it's all sort of modular difficulty. So that since the bosses, you can encounter them in any order, they actually get stronger the later the game they are, stuff like that. Um, 20XX, highly recommended. It's, it Personally, I think it looks a bit ugly, but it feels really good in the hands. Um, but yeah, For one of the two... One of the coolest things about 20XX is because I primarily played it as a co-op game, mostly with you. Yeah. And one of the cool things about it being a roguelite in that situation is that no one has that, like, third eye of, like, I've played this game a hundred times before. Like, there's yeah. certain things you learn and know, you know, the traps, the enemy movements, that sort of thing. But because some things are randomly generated, you both kind of have to approach in a certain way. And it was so cool for that like it was taking that roguelike concept of them by making it co-op it was like two things like fitting together in a way that made them both stronger in a lot of different ways and created a lot of times that was a lot of fun because we were both like what 
just happen because yeah, some yeah. weird amalgamation of level and enemy or something would crop up. And the once you got to the later levels in 20XX, the platforming got to be insane where it was assuming you had like unlike Mega Man X or anything, eventually you'd get something like a booster jet so you could float for like five seconds and either just go or navigate yourself directionally like in the air for a little bit and then you drop and assuming that you had one of these two things at a certain point meant that the platforming became kind of some jumps of faith and or like saving a, a charge so that you'd see the danger point and then launch yourself and then hope you could navigate yourself to somewhere safe before taking damage it it got nuts Oh, yeah, like the platforming in that game was extra hard. They had lots of like level uh, environmental hazards. Um, This was something I never really saw Mega Man do too much. Um, Many of the level hazards could be sort of invalidated by the powers you picked up from bosses. Um, Mm -hmm. And they don't really tell you that. So you you kind of have to figure it out. Um, But it's, it's, yeah, like you kind of had to balance between. Do I get just sort of generally stronger for the, you know, killing the enemies, killing the bosses, whatnot? Or do I sort of pick up these powers that help me with maneuverability and, and the platforming sections, um, which I liked? And you're right about the, you know, the fact that it's randomly generated with co-op. It means one player doesn't have like that same kind of advantage if they if you've played the level uh, when you've played a level before, you know. So it, it never quite felt like, you know, either of us was player two lagging behind the other one you know <laughs> uh, the other cool thing too is that there's a mechanic in this game where if you hold b or whatever the equivalent button is you can teleport to where your partner is at the time so you have to go static to catch up with them and usually because we're always on mic you know you'd go static too or vice versa and so there's times where like you'd get through a platforming section and look at it and be like hey stand still for a second because i don't want to deal with that yeah it it made it so like because there are some things you're better at there's some things i was better at and allowed us to kind of toggle at times yeah it it was very as far as a co-op game goes like there's a lot of subtle little things that didn't feel like a lot but they all added up to something that made it one of the best co-op games solo I think 20XX is kind of a fun spin on a roguelike that I would have, you know, played a handful of times and then put down because it was a little janky. It's not the prettiest game, you know, whatever, whatever. But because when we played together, it became this other thing. We poured a ton of time into it. I don't need to look it up, but I mean, we spent time in that game. Oh, yeah. It was always better playing with someone for a myriad of reasons and not just because everything's more fun with a friend but because there are a lot of actual co-op mechanics that made the game more exciting especially because i played generally the sword character and you generally played the uh, shoot character mm-hmm. in that one yeah like that's that's the other thing about the game is but it, the base game has two characters one of a, one one of which is mega man x and the other one is Man x essentially am i cutting out a little bit, but like, okay. so yeah, uh, the Mega Man one is called Mina. So, yeah. you know, it's a female protagonist, hooray for whatever that's worth here. And then, uh, I forget what the sword character is called Ace, good old Ace. Ace. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, 
Yeah, so you, you basically you've got a sword and a gun. There there are two additional characters in the DLC, but we're not talking about Twenty XX, so I'm not going to try and go into them because I can't remember them very well. But I do. Yeah. Um, there, so yeah, it's a good game. I played a lot of it solo as well. I like to hit buttons in that game. I found that most of the time, like the games I love the most are the ones where it just rewards me for hitting the buttons. Like I just really like dashing and jumping and stabbing and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. So, but I, I think, okay, so we played a lot of that game. I I've put 28 hours in on steam to 20 XX and probably another 10 on the switch. Um, just to give some sort of, I guess, idea of pedigree. It, it had multiple difficulties. We never really messed with the higher difficulty. I thought it was too hard. There's additional like shit you can add on top of it too, which I'm just like, no, thank you. <laughs> and, and I want to say to the time too, like 28 hours doesn't sound like a lot for a multiplayer game necessarily. But the thing is, is like this game is tense. Like every minute you're in it, you feel it. There's no like idle time. Yeah. There's no real, like there's, there's a few tender, soft, quick, quiet moments that'll like right after a boss, you can like mess yeah. around with the power up to figure it out or something. But like, that's about it. And so you're in it, and when you're in it, you're playing. And so 28 hours is 28 hours. It's not like when you're playing through like uh, Overwatch or something. There's all that like loading time, da da da. And like you look at your play time, and suddenly it's 100 hours real quick. Like no, no, you're just, just going. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like you can complete the game in less than than 40 minutes. Like generally, I found that a single run, like if I because I was going for the um <clears throat> the main like an achievement on steam for beating the game under a certain period of time or a certain number of minutes i forget what it is it's like 30 um i was going for that at some point and so most of my runs lasted like 10 to 15 minutes because i was trying to go fast oh 28 minutes you can complete the game within 28 28 minutes and get an achievement so um it's a fast game so mm-hmm. i would I do two runs, three runs, four runs in an hour sometimes, like, you know, so. Because um, yeah. you're not completing every run, so, yeah. Exactly, like, I'm dying a lot, like, and if I do complete it, hoping to be under 30 minutes, so. Um, but yeah, really good game, like it a lot, big fan. Um, 30XX came out yesterday in early access, it's been in development for what, like, three or four years? Three or four years, something like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I kind of wonder. So, so what we want to do is we're going to talk about this. So we're both fans of 20XX and 30XX looks like it has a lot of potential, but it's also going for a different flavor, which to me is kind of a shame because there's a lot of cool things in 20XX that I'd like to see carried forward, but this is going for kind of a different thing. The levels are more static. The power-ups are a little more delineated, I guess I'd say. Yeah, it's 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 very it is interesting. I I'm I'm hesitant about it in some ways and I think that's partially just because I am such a big fan of 20XX, but um The biggest surface difference in graphics, the graphics in in the first game were all these like vector graphics think like flash games and not in a bad way they just weren't like beautiful um this game is all like you know like modern pixel aesthetic so not it doesn't look like a super nintendo game it looks like a modern pixel aesthetic game um it's a lot more consistent in its art direction 
a lot of variety in stage uh, design. Like the the graphics in the stages are really cool. The bosses are all highly like that. It does look good, but there's a lot more visual clutter and there's some confusing things. So like a few things I noticed visually is a there's stuff in the background that really distract my eye a lot. Um, sometimes it's harder to place enemies or um, uh, platform exact moments as a, compared to 20XX. Also, yeah. like, if there are these platforms where, like, with Mega Man, like, they're moving platforms, but um, essentially the platforms drop slowly and then they're collected by something at the bottom, like a sewer grate or something. The first time I encountered one of those, I tried to jump on the grate, essentially, which is not a physical object. It's just a background object. So I just jumped right into the lava. But it looked like something I could jump on. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, you know, a little bit of game is learning and whatnot, but it just looks so there. The other thing is there are platforms you can fall through or jump through, as it were. And which of those are in this game is hard to tell which when you're trying to do stuff on the fly especially when you're being chased or there's a moving screen not being able to delineate that on the fly is a death sentence yeah like there's there's just some parts where it's not clear what's going on there's some enemies like we didn't encounter it when we were playing but there's a little mole that pops Mm -hmm. out of the ground and you can see the mole hill but you really have to be looking and then you just stab it so it, it it's really just a challenge of seeing the dang thing and that's a great example for me of the visual acuity because i saw those and then there was one part where i couldn't see the molehill because the background was so brown against the back of it that the mole popped out of seemingly nowhere and i was like you know it just it probably was there but it wasn't visually distinct enough from the background because it had like a cut occasionally there's these like cut out backgrounds where there's like a secondary background um very much like foreground or like the equivalent of a skybox or something it's parallax in. basically yeah yeah and it just lined up and it was you know to my detriment and it was like well <laughs> took that hit yeah so, yeah, and like there, there was there's one part in, yeah. So the the visual style is it's definitely cluttered. Like I'm getting more used to it, but it's taking more time to process. Like I'm 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 having to learn what the stages look like first before I'm able to really like understand what's actually happening. Like I have to I have to spend some time uh, playing and dying to be able to parse it. I will say that. An interesting thing about this is that I think I think the level design actually caters to that in a in a positive way. So like the level design of Twenty XX was in some ways non-existent because the the levels appeared to be um, the 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 level chunks were designed, but the enemies were often different or randomly placed. So it, mm-hmm. it you would get into situations where like the enemies were placed in such a way that you almost had to take damage. Not, not always. And if you were clever enough or if you had enough, like, you know, power ups, you could just blast through this game is is more designed by hand. So the chunks themselves have enemies placed in specific spots. It's always the same enemies, that kind of thing. So it's clear that I've placed them in a, with the level designers hand, which makes it easier to parse because I can read human logic into these things versus like, or just some enemies fucking spawn. <laughs> um, yeah, but for that, 
there were some wild rides we went on, especially in the later parts that we were talking about with like the crazy platform or whatever, where it like assumed you could fly for five seconds. You had to make a leap of faith where like three screens were just you floating and seeing what you had to get to at the end. Yeah. We haven't gotten that far in this game yet, but I haven't seen anything to cue for any of that yet or anything like that. And some of the enemy placement or enemy damage here feels just a little chunkier. Like it feels a little closer to Mega Man and a little further from 20XX, which to me is a shame because I'd rather see this game capture more of the identity of the previous one and just uplift and like bolster on that with a more visual style. But instead, we seem to be getting much more of a randomized uh, Mega Man X. And the levels in here, like you said, are more crafted by human hand. They're also more, because I've I, we've played enough to where we've run the same level type, I guess, again. Yeah. Um, because there's like there's one where that's like very much a um uh cyber peacock looking kind of stage. <laughs> yeah. And that one I just have a lot of trouble with the visual acuity again. But like playing through a few times, like I, I, I kind of get it and I'm moving through, but it's very samey, even though it's not the exact same level every time, the difference fades away whereas 20xx you could tell there's a wild difference every time you played this time it's kind of like okay the chunks are different i don't know exactly what's coming but you know eventually you're gonna feel like okay like even if you couldn't number it or anything like this is block 42 this is block five you know what i mean yeah no for sure like it's it's kind of like because i played enough 20xx to be able to spot the chunks a little more um where yeah. I'd be like, okay, I know this section, but because of the way that the difficulty was tuned, like the same, you could see the same chunk, like in four or five different difficulties, and it would be wildly different. It would be like, oh my god, there's fucking lasers now. <laughs> it's just all this shit, and I don't know, I don't know how that worked in the back end. So it might be that they designed the same chunk like seven times with for different with different difficulties in mind. But it feels like here, you see different chunks for different difficulties which kind of means you start to recognize them easier because there isn't they aren't the same i don't know it's sort of it's it is more close to mega man x first versus its its legacy of itself um Mm -hmm. being kind of a i mean 20xx is a chaotic fucking game (laughs) there's a lot going on at any given time this is chaotic visually but design wise is a little more tame um again for better or for worse um, right it's interesting how do you feel about the buttons in this game like you said you I, love pressing buttons i i like hitting the buttons in this game i feel like the environments aren't necessarily tuned towards it but you had some problems with like them you, you said it was mushy yeah i feel like it's much so let me dive in a little on that so like the dash in this game doesn't feel it feels more like a movement augmenter it doesn't feel like you're dashing like you're quickly moving away from something uh, it's like a 1.5 movement when you're dashing and then it just kind of stops but when you're dashing and jumping you can kind of you can tell the difference more just because you launch yourself further Mm-hmm. which feels more awkward because you're not moving that much faster. Whereas like when you're dashing in 20XX, it felt like a 3X move for like, you know, the 1.5 or the 0.8 second it lasted. Um, and then, you know, you come out and then 
it, so like the dash just feels wrong. And then there is a point where, how do I describe this audibly? So <laughs> I was, you know, jumping up a wall like you wouldn't Mega Man X or anything where you can wall jump easily. And then there was a platform that you had to hit where you'd land, but there was a flame like just a hair above where your head would be. So you just had to land the jump correctly. Yeah. If this was 20XX or Mega Man X, like I could land that jump no problem. In this game, I just I, I couldn't find it. It's not that, like I hit it, but I hit it close, but like I got hit because I just it's a little mushy. Like I can't quite tell where I'm going to be at any given moment because it's just not that tight. And there's a lot of like the audio response and the visual response. that's just not as tight as a Mega Man or the previous 20 XX. And I think all of that combines to it just feeling slightly mushier, slightly, I don't even think harder, but just like more, not as comfortable, not as quality. And so I, I yeah, don't I, I, I agree that. actually. Yeah. 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 Like I think you're, I, I feel like the dash is fine. I feel like jumping is okay. I don't have any problems with it. It doesn't feel as, as chunky. It doesn't feel as uh crisp, crisp as in 20 XX. I think you're right though, about one, like specifically the audio and visual, visual, feedback about what you're doing is less or non-existent like mm -hmm. um the big thing i noticed is there's a basically eliminates knockback so when you get hurt you still have invincibility frames but you don't get knocked off of platforms you don't stop in your tracks um and that was in the previous game as well in 20xx it was really obvious when you got hurt you like flashed bright white and i think a might, there might have been a number or something popped out. So I, I was able to use that. In this game, I actually turned that off because it was causing me more harm than good because I couldn't tell when I was getting hurt. Um, so I think you're right about the feedback sort of not being there um, or not, not being as strong, and that could contribute to the mushy feeling. Because if, if I'm just walking through enemies and I can't even tell I'm getting hurt and I have to watch a meter to tell that, that starts to feel bad. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> and so yeah and, um, and i want to mention like this is obviously an early access game so it, you know any criticisms i have this primarily is i think a lot of this is going to be fixed as time goes on it is just cool. interesting to compare and, and part of the impetus of us doing this is because this game is two days into early access we were big fans of 20xx we want to see this game succeed we are pointing out the things we don't like and not like things we just don't like but specifically in comparison to 20xx because yeah. we want to see this succeed we want to see it move forward but we also the best way i think we can do it as just fans is to give notes on like these are things we loved about the last game that we're not seeing present in this game. Um, but I do want to say like the visuals, whereas sometimes the visual acuity isn't great, like they are sharper. And I've seen that across the boards. People like the visuals a lot more. I think there's something to the power-ups and you were pointing out like as much as we like, kind of like the wild levels, um, this game plays slower and more deliberate. Mm -hmm. And that does give it a bit more of its own texture. I think if it was like, especially because they're in early development and there's there's a level editor in here that is really good it is better yeah. than mario maker um 
And once they just throw in a little more, they just need to throw in a few more elements, like a few more enemies or whatever, but it has slopes from the get-go and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I mean, I think there's some, there's some stuff there, but like right away, it is better than Mario Maker out the gate, day one. And once that builds up a little bit, even if that's like a community aspect, if they see some really quality community entries and they're able to just essentially import it into the game as other blocks that could like come up, I think that will do a lot more than just add a few blocks to the game. I think that variety, you know, if if you put in enough, means that it's going to stop feeling so samey so quickly. There could be different ideas brought forth with the different um, palettes and whatnot. Um, it, one thing I noticed, too, is 20XX had a bit more verticality. This game yeah. so far has been a lot more horizontal logic. And one thing I love about Mega Man X or Mega Man X-like games, 20XX, 30XX, Ares, all that, is the kind of like vertical wall hopping logic. And I always love putting in wall jumping in that, that sort of thing. And then, uh, you know, and, and just like, you know, angles, like slopes, like really do a lot to really kind of make you think like, okay, and I have to shoot now and jump and do this. And just yeah. the verticality, I think will build a lot for this game. One of the things I uh, you mentioned, it, like, and that I was talking about was how slow and deliberate this tends to be. And I think the lack of verticality does kind of play into that. The game tends to be a little more claustrophobic than I'm used to. Like, 20XX is mostly open air. Like, you can sometimes jump across a third of the stage if you have the right power-ups, just because you got really high and then took a big jump. Yeah, if you get uh, the jet boots early, some of the early levels, you can basically Kirby over. Like, <laughs> Yeah. The, the best is getting the double jump because that maintains your speed from your dash. So if you're really high, you have a double jump and a bunch of speed power-ups, you can just fucking fly across the map. It's incredible. But uh, <laughs> this game... Yeah, we did that a couple times and it was funny because when we opted for mobility over attack every time if we got two mobilities it was always better than the attack because the amount of stuff we could just kind of fly over was insane exactly except you have this credit you have this like need to kill everything you (laughs) food. look I want all of the scrap I want the nuts for my (laughs) Because there's money in this game. But um, one of the things I think that 30XX is doing with these these chunks is they're, they're making it a little more um, slow, deliberate, and you have to enter the chunk at one square and exit at another, so there's none of this like skipping stuff. And also that means that th- these levels are, are long. And, and literally about three hours ago, they patched it so that the levels were less long. Um, oh, but... They also patched, patched in so there'd be more shops. We only saw one shop through it's our three playthroughs. There's no shops in this game. But that would yeah. be a major criticism I'd have. So there needs to be more shops. But um... They need to have fixed points for their shops at least once a level. Like Yeah. Like, like right before the boss or something like in 20 sets like that feels 
Yeah, like I would say about 60 to 70% of the time there was a shop right before the boss. Um, and that felt like a good, you know, okay, you got about 50 nuts during your... Was it only 70? I thought it was... I just thought there was one. No, not every time. Sometimes um, there there wouldn't be. Not always, but usually if you couldn't find it at the boss, you'd find it somewhere in the level. So that's you usually true. had a shop. So, But yeah, like... Um, the interesting thing about the game being more slow and deliberate is I actually don't know if these levels are, are any longer, you know, numerically than the previous game, but they feel longer. And one of the problems I have with roguelites is is sometimes they have these very long first levels. And the first level is always boring because you are playing with the base character. And the most interesting thing about any roguelite is changing that character and getting random items that change your run. So the longer you spend with the base character, the less interesting that is. And you have to do it every time you start a new run. So they, they definitely change the length of the levels. So they should be shorter in the standard mode, which I appreciate. Um, but I still kind of have like my reservations because in the first game you could beat the first three out of 10 levels. You could beat easily under three minutes. <laughs> like they're fast. Um, so and these take like thing, 10 minutes. Another thing too, that's because they are longer and whatnot. Um, Ace, um, the sword guy, his sword slash goes slightly above him, slightly below, slightly below him, and fairly far in front of him for uh-huh. a sword slash. Nina gets, you know, a shot and a big charge shot, which I enabled, you know, auto charge on, which it just it's easier on my hand. Why not? Yeah. Um, but she doesn't get a secondary ability right off the gate, whereas Ace gets this kind of like, you know boomerang shot that goes most of the way across the stage nina has this um vertical shot which is only useful in fairly situational things i wish there was kind of like a weakened one that she just started with because i feel like there's a number of situations where you're trying to jib jab around and it's a little too much and like just giving her that ability to just kind of shoot up would open up the character, open up the possibilities and make some of the random elements uh, more fun and also more available from the start of the game for both characters so that they could open up the first level so it wasn't so droll necessarily. Yeah, Yeah, it's the thing that, so I played Dead Cells for a bit and um, the thing that turned Hmm? I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a widely critically acclaimed game that I have no time for. Uh, <laughs> it's I this this is one of my my major dissenting opinions in, in in you know sort of games culture. But I thought Dead Cells sucked. I like I, I liked how it did. Okay, I really had a problem with it. I liked how it felt to push the buttons, but the first two levels basically mm-hmm. boring, and oh. then I would spend twenty minutes in the first two levels, and I'm like. This sucks. I have to spend 20 minutes in Boring Town every time I turn this game on. You I don't, and I, don't I have similar criticisms of Dead Cells. Um, I like it more than you do. But compared to other people I've heard play and talk to, I have a lot of the same criticisms you do. And I'm realizing right now the reason is is because we played 20XX, which avoided <laughs> all of the problems Dead Cells has yep. right at the gate. Yeah, like I constantly talk up 20XX as the only good roguelite. And that's obviously me exaggerating. Like I like 
you know, Gungeon pretty well, stuff like that. But um, it is the best in my in my book. Like I, it it, yeah. it it nails the formula perfectly. And and I think that the problem for me is that I want a sequel that's just twenty XX, but more of that. And I think that they want to change it. And I think that that's good. I think. There, there's a lot of systems that have changed in 30XX. Like, for instance, uh, the entire equipment system has changed. It used to be you had four slots for equipment, like uh, head, body, arms, and legs. Now you have like t- eight points, and different uh, pieces of equipment take up more points. But you can Which salvage are- stuff to get more points total that you can... It, it's kind of a neat system. You can upgrade like your points, right? Like... Yeah, you can upgrade your points, I think, permanently a couple of times um, in that like roguelite structure. But once you unlock salvaging, if you salvage something, i.e. destroy something that would mm-hmm. normally take up those points, you get two maximum points uh, instead, um, which can be really useful. Because like that little jump to 10 is like, oh, now I can equip this extra weapon that's super cool. Because like, not only do the armor pieces take up that, the because you can switch main weapons, but certain main weapons take up extra points. So you have to balance, like, what weapon do I use versus what armor am I putting on, and what are those effects? How do those effects combine? You're playing to the future of the run also. Yeah. Um, you can churn off things that you get later if you get a better yeah. one later. You can't destroy one later, but you can churn it off and then put the points to something else. And you can keep it because some of these are very situational, <laughs> yes. um, which is really like while well, you're in the middle of a boss fight, though. You can if you're playing single player because the game actually pauses. <laughs> oh, okay. I think anyway. I didn't. I didn't double check, but I feel like the game was pausing at least in the main level. So, um, but you cool. should definitely re-equip before you go on the boss. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I mean, that's that's a huge plus. I feel. Um, well, an ace, because like the problem I always had with ace is I didn't want to use um, any of the powers that you could get from bosses because his main attack was fast and strong. And so you always, at least in my experience, wanted to basically min-max for that. Like, I want to get the strongest base attack possible, and I want to ignore powers entirely. Um, this game says, okay, fine. And gives Ace rechargeable energy, but he doesn't get the same powers as Nina. So you get to pick up these powers and use them as much as you want, but there's a cooldown on it. And I think that's brilliant because like, now I, I'm actually going to use these additional attacks instead of ignore them. Nina also has the ability to combine powers, which I haven't fucked with at all. Um, but that seems cool as hell because the thing I did with Nina was, again, I would ignore the powers mostly because only like two or three of them were useful to me but this seems cool because you could get neat combinations of powers and then like like they become useful as as add-ons versus the powers themselves i they they clearly wanted to make a lot of changes to the systems here and so more 20xx is not the answer i am a fan not a designer but it is it it's so that's kind of where where i'm coming down on it's like i want to give this game time to develop and i have some very specific criticisms and i'm trying really hard to get past my love of 20xx to say okay this is a new game we're going to treat it as such (laughs) and we've only truly played it for one day we played it a bit solo we played a bit co-op and 
it's just it's early access they know some of the problems literally while we were playing it this is the second day out they patched it there's a big patch coming in like uh, a couple of weeks yeah they already have planned like they're moving forward um while we're talking about stuff though i want to talk about some of the co-op problems we ran into because i think they just oh, yeah. hear it and a lot of this is just this is just technical buffoonery and I'm sure it'll be fixed in due time. Um, it'll be sooner if they know it's a thing to fix. Um, yeah. <laughs> we, we, we ran into some fun co-op problems. <laughs> so the first one was, is we were hosting off of you. So when we would run into a boss, there's like that Mega Man door. Yeah. You would be five seconds into the fight. And then I'd show up often into a hit before I could control my character. But like I, I just came in late. Yeah, you got um, stuck behind the door. <laughs> yeah, which was because also like with is like there's that first hit that's kind of a freebie, and if two people are there and it's a freebie, like that's significant. Yeah, I assume that's part of the balancing. Um, another one was is we beat a boss, and then I was able to pick up an ability after death, and that was when we were playing the uh, oh, what's it the um. Mega mode? just a yeah the mega mode which is yeah which is a cool addition to this game like there's a pure roguelite mode where you just kind of play till you die and there's this this other mode where you can play and if you die you get shunted back to kind of a level select and you take whatever you've acquired as far as points or monies and spend them where applicable and level up and then you can either go back to the same level or try a different one there's some restrictions but i think that's a really cool addition i think that's really great i think it really separates it from the previous game wonderful though um as the secondary player i was not able to purchase anything with the monies with the points i could but not with the monies uh, there was nothing available. I'd go to the store and it just there's three options and it said nothing, 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 zero money, zero money, zero money. Which really was, weird. Yeah. Um we ha- we had a bit of a desync, so like knowing where someone was was a bit off. Well, the the funniest thing was that you would you would be like, Oh, I need health, and I would look at your health bar and I'd be like, No, you're in full health. <laughs> like yeah, and it was, it was each it was other's a- health, which was a separate thing, yeah. Well, yeah, but it was it was a very graceful desync because we would often resync back up. I've I've never mm-hmm. seen a game desync and actually still be playable. So they they handled it well, but we were consistently having problems knowing where the other person was or what how much health they had. Like it was it was it was weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. I talked about how I wasn't able to pick up an ability after a boss. There was a time where you were able to pick up the wrong person's ability, and I don't know boss. which one it was. I can't and it remember. Crashed the game. I picked it up and then I tried to use it and it was like, bye. <laughs> um, and then after that, when we were both um, sinking into your HQ before playing uh, where we were in the HQ was completely off. Like to me, it looked like you were in the middle of a wall and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were not in the same level basically, or we were, we were offset by like about a, a screen's width, I think. So really right. wacky. <laughs> um, Right. But yeah, like it was surprisingly good for early access, but definitely not 
the ideal experience <laughs> looking forward to those getting like corrected because i think the co-op in this is 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 unlike most any other co-op but just like 20xx there's not much else like this um, and, it's it's very unique and look i have a lot of friends who purposely avoid early access games and as a rule i generally do too Same. i don't know how you feel about early access games generally i generally don't don't deal with them i've i've been burned before <laughs> yeah i was excited about this game though well and so we're both excited what i'd say is we're two days in we're yeah. reporting problems that is truly early access. This game isn't officially released. And I believe by any good faith estimate, these guys have proven that they will develop and build. We played 20XX when it was an early access. And the difference between the early access version and the final release was noticeable. And they did it. They took their time a bit. But like it was, it was the way early access is meant to be. And yeah. I have full faith 30XS will carry that arc. If you guys are not interested in 30XX right now, either go back and play or buy 20XX and enjoy it. It is a great game. 30XX, for those looking for the full deal, will, I mean, I'm sure within even six months, like this oh, thing yeah. is going to turn around, even though it won't be the full product, I'm sure at that point, it'll, a lot of the, just grisly stuff we're talking about tonight uh, will be gone. Like I said, they already there was already a patch in the middle of us playing tonight. Yeah, it's I pretty mean, wild. I re- like we're they put out three about, patches today. <laughs> yeah, like they're working on it within months, within weeks. You know, this thing's going to be improved. And oh yeah, we're. I I know this was a bit of a complainer cast, but we're doing it. Honestly, because we love this, we want to see it succeed, and we want to report the things we don't like and the problems to kind of steer this game to where we feel it could go. Because part of it, too, is these guys respond to criticism and notes. Now, not, you know, obviously the internet is full of opinions, (laughs) but... I feel like they they take a lot, and the fact that they're making 30xx after 20xx actually says a lot too. And this game is going to land somewhere special. I feel it. It's just, you oh know, yeah, not I'm, tonight. I, I'm excited for it. In about, I think about six months, it's going to be where I want it to be. And I think I'm 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 going to follow this game through early access, even though I don't usually do. Because I'm excited about it, so yeah, I I do hope that um you know if 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 anybody had a oh wait what's the name of the oh no what's the name of their company I knew it two seconds ago anyway if anybody at Thirty XX Incorporated is listening so <laughs> it is thanks for making this cool game <laughs> battery staple games battery staple that's right yep <laughs> um, wait isn't that a, is that an XKCD joke battery staple correct horse whatever the fuck anyway no idea i think it is uh uh, but i should probably go ahead so uh, because it's almost midnight here and i must i just want to know too oh yes these guys help publish jamestown which is one of the most jamestown fucking rules 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 rules. that is also a great co-op game oh yeah we played that in co-op a couple of times didn't we or did I we? Think we janked it because we didn't both have uh, 
because now they publish Jamestown Plus, not Jamestown. Oh. Jamestown Plus is took this great idea of a game and just brought it into the next thing. Because Jamestown was one of the like when Steam did not have shmups, Jamestown was one of the three on there, and it, <sighs> it's such a. It took so many gaming concepts of what a shmup could be and like moved it to the next generation. I think it's a wildly underrated game. Uh, I think we should talk about it in depth sometime. But uh, we should play that game. Yeah, that's a good game. But uh, as far as like gamers, like this is these guys are about gamers having fun together. Like this is very much like a community based uh, developer publisher and just great stuff we want to see it move forward and not everything happens overnight but you know as much as we're talking about some of the negatives here you know i we had fun i i just the biggest thing for me is change that dash you know touch up a few things uh tighten up the graphics on level three (laughs) you know like some stuff will happen i know but it's just once it's there like it's going to come together like all the small things coming together into a whole package that's going to create a game that i think will be reckoned with especially because capcom's really kind of let Mega Man slide i know Mega Man 11 came out but like you know, the, there hasn't far- been a good Mega Man x game since what like five or something <laughs> yes yeah, since decades ago yeah and like there's some Mega Man likes, like um, there's Mighty Number no. Nine that was universally panned. There's uh, Gun Vault, the Mighty Gun Vault, or the various Gun Vault games. I don't think any of those hold a candle. Even Ares, you know, like none of them hold a candle to 20XX. And once 30XX gets to where it needs to be, I think it will surpass a number of Mega Man games for the genre and like really craft a place. I really think this game, you know, with enough hype and enough attention will actually really capture the attention, be one of those like kind of Steam must own games. I think so too. And I think it'll be interesting to see the end product of this because there might be a case for, hey, you got 20XX and you got 30XX. They're different games and they serve different purposes, <laughs> um, which will be kind of interesting because like to me, 20XX is a speed game and it's taken me some time to slow things down. Um, and and I want to see where they, they take that design philosophy. So um, I don't think that this is the exact... 20xx sequel i had pictured and i'm i'm glad for that i'm glad that they took it in a different direction because i I wouldn't have and it would have been the same game with the same flaws and the same you know positives (laughs) like i'm glad this is new so um but yeah okay i think that's all i have to say for tonight that's all i have to say (laughs) i'm Uh, sure we'll come back to this topic at some point (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll play it again soon we might wait a week or two just to let it bake let it bake yeah <laughs> exactly in this episode i played a bunch of 30xx music <laughs> That's what I did. So go listen to those soundtracks. Uh, I've been uh, Kania, Vassal Kania. 
uh, catch me on the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast. It's a good podcast. SNES.Zone is the website, and you can find it on iTunes, blah, blah, blah. Catch me on Twitter at MagicalMat42. Peace. <laughs> Later, everyone. And thanks for listening. My God. And thank you, listener, for listening to this as you listened to Listen Time. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I hate me too. <laughs>